Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. So today's um, teaching will be on mutual edification. Right, mutual edification. You've probably heard the word edify a lot. Edify. Edify yourself in the spirit. Edify yourself in the spirit. Edify yourself in the spirit. Right. What does edification mean actually? What does it mean to edify? Does anyone know? Olumide, you are a grammarian. What does what does it mean to edify? It means, hey, grammarian. Basically, edification, it means to improve, right? It means to instruct. So it depends, right? So sometimes edification can be an instruction, right? Edification is, might be also like to, no, I don't want to say to buff up, to improve you, right? So if I edify you, it's like, um, it's like when you, thank you, when you eat, food edifies, right? When you eat, your food is supposed to edify you. So it improves something in you, right? So if you eat, um let's assume you eat maybe i don't know maybe you have like a smoothie a kill smoothie or something and then you're defining your body right when you're taking raspberry spray or those like weird weird fancy i don't know those um those healthy foods basically yeah exactly you're building up your body right like you're building your body but if you're eating just like fries yeah obviously not define your body that's just a side note sure. so eat healthy but then yeah edify basically means to improve to instruct to build up Right, so we always say it a lot, like oh, edify yourself in the spirit, edify yourself in the spirit. So basically, the simplest, should I say, the simplest meaning of edification is just like improve yourself, like just build up yourself, right? So um, we're starting a new series, mutual edification. That's today's on, and the goal of this series basically is to remind every believer, right? Once again, keyword here is every believer. I did not say church workers alone or the pastors. Or anything every single believer right the goal of this series is to remind you that you are supernatural because you have the spirit of god living inside of you right when we were praying earlier i said the fact that we have like the holy spirit inside of us is thanksgiving worthy right and we've been taught a lot of times right that the holy spirit inside of us like christ inside of us is not just for speaking in tongues obviously right we're supposed to see it walk in the outside we're going to get to that basically but then this series is basically to ground you and remind you right that every believer is supernatural right you are not you are not ordinary right so you know when there's like oh supernatural things are like this and the natural things you are supernatural because you have spirit inside of you right you always say you are seated in the heavenly places but then if anyone looks at you, they see you sitting on a chair. Like right now, I'm seated on a chair, but then I'm also seated in the heavenly places, right? I re I'm reigning with Christ already, and I will still reign with Christ. It is just very, very, very complex. So understand that you are supernatural because you have the spirit living inside of you. Also, we need to remind every believer, right, that you can be a blessing to other believers by the help of the spirit within you, right? You can be a blessing. Every believer can and should, actually can and should be a blessing to other believers by the help of the spirit within us right as believers as believers we minister comfort 
We minister encouragement. We minister strength to one another. That is basically edification. Like I said, when I asked Olumide to like explain what edification is, and he did not know, for those of you that are just joined, he did not say it on time, right? Edification basically means to improve, right? To build up, to strengthen. So as believers, one-on-one, -on -one, we should be able to edify, right? Yes, we should be able to edify, we should be able to encourage, we should be able to comfort, we should be able to strengthen one another, right? Um, imagine I was going through a very downtime. Imagine I am going through a downtime time. For example, I'm going through a downtime. Down I need to be able to reach out to someone that will not, will not just take it as, oh, it's life. Even if it's life, sometimes you need encouragement, right? You need encouragement. I remember when I was in uni, there was someone that was very upset because her best friend was always saying, every, every time she had a problem, you know, she was always saying, it is well. It is well is a kind of edification, but maybe it's not just deep enough, right? It's not, it's not deep enough. But then she, every time she had a problem, she wanted someone to comfort her, to strengthen her, to encourage her, to just say, yes, you can do this. Go, girl. I believe in you or whatever it is that she needed at that time, right? So as believers, we should also be doing that for another. So you as a believer, you are a blessing to other believers. I as a believer, I am a blessing to other believers, not just because of vibes, but because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, right? Finally, this series is basically to help, once again, help you every reminder, every believer understand that edification is most effective when it is in the language of the receiver, right? I cannot edify you if I'm speaking in, Sp in Spanish, right? I cannot edify you if I'm speaking in Farsi and all you understand is English, right? So edification happens. It is most effective when the language of the receiver and the language of the speaker are aligned. We are communicating in what we are saying. Are we clear? Please, yeah, thank you very much. So I, I mentioned three things, right? Let me just recap. The, the whole goal of this series is to remind us that Every believer is supernatural because they have the spirit of God. One, every believer can be a blessing to other believers because of that same spirit inside of them. Two, three, every believer needs to understand that edification is most effective when it is done in the language of the receiver. So that's basically what we're going to cover over the next however long pity and the Holy Spirit wants to um, ride this wave. Okay, Abu Bay, Abu Bay Online, I need you to help me read 1 Corinthians 12, 1 to 11. Ibibi, are you online today? I thought I saw her a minute ago. Okay, if Ibibi is not here, who can I? Hold on, let me see the contact list and assign someone. Pastor Tolulayo, please. Would you be gracious enough? Are you available? Are you where you can read? yeah thank you so much so yes first corinthians 12 1 to 11 i know your network is going to be fine so i can bank on you mm -hmm. nkjv preferably so first corinthians 12 1 2 i might tell you to pause in between right but right. yeah just start from one and i'm larry yes it's not mtm bro <laughs> Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. 
Therefore, I make known to you that no, no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Please pause there. Right. One thing we've, uh, we heard a lot in TJC at the point was, there is no junior Holy Spirit, right? Like there's no, oh, you know how like if you enter like the workspace, career progression, oh, early careers or entry level, then you go to supervisory, nah. It doesn't work that way. There's one Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is one and it's all. But he gives us different gifts, right? Diversity. The whole, this whole diversity and inclusion that we're doing these days is, 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 is small, right? Where the Holy Spirit is concerned, right? So yes, upon salvation, we have the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit in us gives us different gifts, right? It gives us, it manifests in different ways. Same Spirit, different manifestation. Same Spirit, different gifts. Are we clear? Of course, we are clear. Please, Pastor Tola, you continue. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works in all, who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Please pause that. I'm so sorry I'm interrupting you again. I kind of warned you. So remember I said earlier, right, that you can be a blessing to other believers by the help of the Spirit. First Corinthians 12, 7 now says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The simplest interpretation, even if you don't even want to go deep, deep into whatever the interlinear of the Greek is, right, is you have something that is supposed to benefit everybody. Tolulayo has something that is supposed to, Pastor has something that's something that supposed to benefit everybody. Wura has something that is supposed to benefit everybody. The manifestation of the gift of the Spirit is given to each one. Every person has something of the Spirit deposited inside them. We've read countless times in scriptures where they said, Oh, upon salvation, right? We were deposited, the Spirit was deposited inside us. An inheritance guaranteeing them, a deposit guaranteeing an inheritance to come, right? So everyone has the Spirit upon salvation. It manifests. And then it's supposed to benefit the entire body, different people. What does manifestation mean? Oh, they don't bother answering. <laughs> manifestation means, in the context of this um, of this verse, it means coming to light, right? Coming to light, to make manifest, right? To make visible, to make known. When you say, man, I'm manifesting, ah, thank you very much. If, you watch, if, if, if you've been to some, if you watch some videos online, you say, the person was manifesting, right, a demon, or manifesting a something. So something can be dormant inside you, right? The moment it comes to play, it comes, it becomes visible, it becomes known, it is manifesting, right? So basically manifestation in this context means something is becoming visible. You are making the invincible thing visible, right? So the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. The spirit inside us, is, is, it brings visible works or visible action that is profitable to everybody, that is beneficial to all. The spirit inside us, the manifestation of it is beneficial to all. Manifestation of the spirit can come as a psalm, right? So imagine that you're in church and the service is on and someone has a psalm on him, right? When the person comes and 
says it, when the person edifies the church, when the person prophesies, right? That's the manifestation of the spirit. So it has been given to every one of us. We used to sing this song, for the manifestation of the spirit has been given to me. Exactly. That is your reality. The manifestation of the spirit has been given to you, right? But for the profit of all. So it takes me back to the second thing I said earlier, that every believer can be a blessing to other believers by the help of the spirit within. All right. Okay. Pastor Laya, please continue. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gift of healings by the same spirit, to another the work the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the sending of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things distributing to each one individually as he wills. Thank you very much. Right. So once again, right, I'm I'm most I, I, I said like I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the one thing we've realized is for a lot of believers, we need to be constantly reminded. Right. We need to be constantly reminded. Sometimes when I'm doing Bible study again, you know, I'm reading or I'm listening to an old sermon. I will hear something I'm like, oh yes. It's almost like a new revelation. But I know it's not new revelation because I've heard it before. Right. Like I've heard it countless times. But we always forget these things. So the manifestation of the spirit is for the profit of all. It's given to each one for the profit of all. It's given to each one for the profit of all. So God's spirit, right? He's it is invincible. You cannot see the Holy Spirit. People say people have visions, right? Where they see where the Holy Spirit, where they see maybe Jesus or something, right? But then that's fine. But then the Holy Spirit, you don't see the Holy Spirit moving about like oh. Yo, Holy Spirit, I can see you know, like that's not how it works, right? The Holy Spirit is invincible, but his presence and his power is tangible, right? His presence and his power, they can be made visible to us. That's why, like I said, the first thing first thing I mentioned is believers are supernatural. Sorry. Every believer is supernatural. Every believer is supernatural, right? That's why when believers gather sometimes the most ridiculous things happen, right? I think one of the craziest I think I've experienced was when gold dust was falling in Bethel. I cannot get over that. And I still go on YouTube to go and watch it sometimes, but it's, it's not more cliche, but that's the thing. Believers are somewhere and then clouds of fire, different manifestations of the spirit, right? So even if you cannot see the spirit, God's spirit is invisible, right? We cannot see it, but we feel the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. We feel the tangible power, Right. And those things that we see, they can be translated into the physical. Right. When I'm praying sometimes, I always say something like, oh, the spirit of God, the power of God, it transcends different realms. So even if there were multiverses, like if there was multiverse, the power of God transcends each multiverse. It goes beyond every multiverse. Right. Because it goes beyond the physical. It goes beyond the spiritual. You can pray for someone here and then the person in China is getting healed. Right. Pastor Emisi gave... Um, Pastor Emisi mentioned the example of how she was praying in one country and somebody else. And then you just wonder, like, how does it make sense? Well, that's exactly how it is. We are supernatural, right? We are supernatural beings and the power of God is supernatural. So even if we don't see it, it manifests in the present. It is made visible. Like I said, manifestation is making the invisible becoming visible. So the power of God, although invincible, right, it can be made visible. 
It can be made visible. It can be tangible. Even think about it sometimes in church. It's not even about the goosebumps. Sometimes when there's a service, you can literally feel the cloud. Like sometimes you can, you feel this thick energy and you know that, okay, yes, something is going to happen. For fillers in the house, especially, before before spirit move happens, sometimes you already know because as soon as you enter church that day, or even before you enter church, when you were praying for church, the Holy Spirit already told you, you just, you just sensed that, okay, power is going to be like, there's going to be tangible power. Right, and then when you get to church, and then pew, everything scatters. That's how it is. The power, the spirit of God, although it is invincible, it is made, it can be made visible, right? Because we are supernatural being, and we carry the presence, right? So every believer has the Holy Spirit. Every believer has the Holy Spirit. I say it again. Every believer has the Holy Spirit. This is, it, it feels very simple, but then it's something that some people even struggle with. The fact that the Holy Spirit is inside of you. Some people still don't feel worthy of the Holy Spirit being inside of them, right? It's like, ah, the Holy Spirit. There's this song we used to sing growing up. Mo fegbae minimo, right? Like, I want every, oh, every day we literally sing mo fegbae minimo, right? And then it is a knowledge problem because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. Every believer has the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 9 to 11 Right? It says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if, the, if indeed the spirit of God is in you. Pastor Lai, please help me read Romans 8, 9 to 11. Are we following? No allowance. <laughs> Romans 8 from that first nine. Nine. Yes, please. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Yeah. The spirit who dwells in you. Exactly. So this part tells us that the spirit of God dwells in you, right? So we are not more in the flesh. We're no longer in the flesh. I'm doing a study of Romans and then it's always so funny every time I open it this week because it just keeps on saying you are no longer a slave to sin. You have the spirit in you. And then he just, Paul repeats it so many times, right? That you would assume that by now it shouldn't be an argument in in like Christian theology about the Holy Spirit or, or whatnot, right? Every believer has the Holy Spirit. This is your reminder that the Holy Spirit is living inside of you. It is very easy to just sing Zoe and then just move on. But then you need to live, you need to work with the conscious understanding. You need to be constantly reminded, right, that the Spirit of God is inside of you. You're a believer, right, is inside of you. Every believer has the Holy Spirit. It's not, the funny thing is, the, the whole point of salvation is, is as soon as you get saved and say, oh, I believe, the moment you just do that whole believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, the moment you believe, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit, right? That is the proof of your salvation. That is how, right, like, that is how heaven views, I don't know, that's, that's how heaven views, that's how, basically how you are viewed because you have the spirit on you. Scripture says like, we're sealed, right? Like, it's like they stamp you. So think about how um, slave trade used to be 
in in those days, right? Once you are a slave, that hot iron, that thing that they will see, that it sears the skin, ugh, that thing. Imagine it happening in spiritual realm, right? Like the moment you heard the word of truth, the moment you said, "Oh, I believe in the gospel. This is this." You were stamped. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit, right? And then you know when before Christ even left, Christ said something like, "I'm going to send someone that will, he, the Holy Spirit will not leave, right? He will not leave, right? The Holy Spirit." lives inside of you so even on your bad days on the days you feel unspiritual right the holy spirit is inside of you every believer every person that is saved has the holy spirit and pastor Lyle, please ephesians 1 13 to 14 ephesians chapter 1 13 to 14 and him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, to the praise of his glory. Hallelujah. Exactly, right? Upon salvation. If you didn't know that, let me just tell you today, that the moment you got saved, you were stamped, right? You were stamped to say, this is God's child. This person is is a partaker of the inheritance. Like you are heaven bound. So every believer has the Holy Spirit. You believe the gospel. You were sealed. That's the word. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, right? You were sealed with the Holy Spirit. So this is just this is there are different scriptures, right? In different parts of the Bible that has to, that always attempts to remind us that we have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit is not just, it's not an afterthought, right? The Holy Spirit has been, has been spoken about since the Old Testament. Since the Old Testament, like the prophets, they all said it. Abraham, all these guys, they saw that, oh, there was going to be something like that. And then Peter always said that, oh, they rejoiced. Abraham rejoiced to see this. Like, they could see that, okay, something like this will happen. And then they were excited on our behalf, right? Christ left and said he was going to leave somebody with us, right? So you are not alone. So the when, when you are saying, when you are saying, oh, I am not alone, I am not alone, I am not alone. It is actually true, right? Like, God cannot leave me. God cannot forsake me. Exactly. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. Right? The Holy Spirit is inside of you. We received the Spirit. It was a promise. Through our faith, we got saved and we were sealed with the Holy Spirit. Right? So, um, Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. 14 says that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Pity thought was the blessing, like we've been treat, we treated the blessing like some months ago. Oh, the blessing is salvation. The blessing is this. Exactly. Right. So when we say Abraham's blessing is mine, right? The blessing, it's like, yes, the blessing that we get is this, but then it comes with other things, right? Because we are blessed with every spiritual blessings. We are blessed with everything, basically. But then this is the key. The fact that you are saved, it is very important. It is a big deal. It is a super, super big, de big deal, right? We received the promise of the Spirit through faith. So every believer, white, black, Asian, Caucasian, every believer has the Holy Spirit. The Spirit that will never leave us, that will never forsake us, Right? He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. So same, same, same Galatians um, 3. There was a part that says, He dwells with us and will be in us. 
right? So the Holy Spirit is inside of us, right? I've, I've said it in different ways in, in the past few minutes, trying to remind you right, that every believer has the Holy Spirit. Every believer has the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit is inside you because you are saved. You carry the presence. You carry the Spirit of God. So because every believer has the Spirit within, within them, right? We can show things out. Like I said, manifestation. Manifestation is making the invincible visible, right? And I said, God's spirit, it is invincible, but the power can be made visible. So because we have the spirit inside of us, we can flow out things with the spirit. You have something to offer, right? When we were reading earlier, when we were reading um, 1 Corinthians 12, we, we read through the gifts of the Spirit. So it says, now concerning spiritual gifts, don't be ignorant. And it mentions things like the words of wisdom, words of knowledge, prophecy, miracles, tongues, interpretation, and all that, right? The Holy Spirit inside of us. Once again, I'm saying you cannot see the Holy Spirit, but you can see manifestation of the Spirit. Right? Some people say, ah, in, in, in um, Yoruba church, in some Yoruba churches, I don't know if it's general, but in, in Yoruba church, they'll say, ah, um, I mean, I mean, I'd be like, oh, there's, there's, there's a word like you are manifesting the spirit, like oh, oh, me, oh, I don't know the word, but then it's something I used to hear like it sometimes. I like you are under the spirit, right? Because they know that normally when you are normal, when you're not like you're abnormal, when you're on a normal day when the manifestation is not very active, right? You are just normal girl going to work wearing your high heels, but then when the Holy Spirit is manifesting how should i say when the spirit is manifesting because that's the thing he manifests in different ways but then i'm saying this in the context of maybe um prophecies right so sometimes you can just be in a place where you just see clay you can even have like an open vision right you can just see colors and the holy spirit is telling you meanings it is not normal because now if i'm, I'm looking at this bottle all i'm seeing is a bottle right but then if there was like a manifestation of the spirit. Maybe I needed to say a word to somebody. This bottle that is pink and glittery, the Holy Spirit can give me something that says, oh, this pink and glittery thing, God is saying to, some, to somebody, blah, 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 blah. So yes, that's how it works. The fact that you cannot see the spirit doesn't mean you cannot see the manifestation of the spirit. So every believer, because you have the spirit in you, you can, you can say something out, right? You can say something out. You can say something out. And I think one of the smallest ways, or should I say one of the, the granular ways is praying in tongues, right? You have something to offer, right? So the Holy Spirit in you enables you to pray in tongues, right? The Spirit is in operation. So the, the same Spirit, the same Spirit that lets you pray in tongues is the same Spirit that lets you um, give, a word of, give a word of wisdom, prophesy, interpret the tongues. Like I said, when we read 1 Corinthians 12, it was, it was clearly stated that there is just one spirit, right? But then in diversity of gifts in, in diverse ways, the same Holy Spirit, right? So I'll use Pastor Daniel as an example, Pidan. Pidan is such a knower. I was, I used to be almost jealous of his knowing because he'd just be like, oh, I know. And I'm always like, mm, how do you know? Right? But then I realized that like, I'm, I'm seeing like, I don't have to covet. It's good to covet. You can obviously covet, like, but then I don't have to feel like, oh, mine is superior or one is bigger. No, right? Because I'm seeing, and when I see them, when I see, I'm happy because it can be very dramatic sometimes. Sometimes it can be like a film role. Sometimes it can be like a still image. Sometimes it can be like diagram. And then I'm like, oh, that's fun too, right? That's the same Holy Spirit, but manifesting in different ways, right? Yes, PDP is it's 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 knowing is very very big. I cannot even deal. Right, but then exactly the Holy Spirit in us 
right. in me. That same Holy Spirit allows me see. It's the same Holy Spirit that allows Pidan hear. It's the same Holy Spirit that allows Bolu or Ebere feel. It is the same Holy Spirit that works in different ways. So what does this mean, right? That if all of us come together because we have the Holy Spirit, we have something to offer. We have something to share, right? It's not just like, oh, one person has the Holy Spirit. It's in the whole, it's, imagine like in the whole of TGC now, it's only pity that has the Holy Spirit. How would that even work? It cannot work like that. Every single believer has the Holy Spirit. There's, Bible has told us in different ways, in different ways that you have the Holy Spirit. This was not even, like I said, this Holy Spirit matter was not even an afterthought. That was not like, oh, okay, I think I'm just going to pour. Nah, it was something that even the prophets, even the prophets, I put something on my status sometime last week. Was it maybe Elijah? Like all these guys, all those old guys like this, they had already spoken about it, that ah, this will happen, this will happen. Even Abraham. As far back as Abraham, the promise of the Holy Spirit was already a conversation in the Old Testament. When people say, ah, um, Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost is New Testament doctrine, it is completely wrong. There's lots of pointers in the OT that was directing us to the new T. And we've seen it play out, right? So every single person has the Holy Spirit. So because you have the Holy Spirit, right, you can manifest differently. So that's why if you go to church sometimes, Juliana can have a, a song, a melody, an interpretation, right? Pastor Chidera can have a word somebody else can like different manifestations right the holy spirit in us is operating in us it's it operates out of us should i say is that right yes the holy spirit is in us but then he, he does some operations that other people can see so if i'm just sitting down all all chill like this it doesn't mean i don't have the holy spirit but then when we come together right i'm i'm almost like a different person right sometimes the way the holy spirit will manifest I'm, I'm still learning self-control, to be honest. But then, a lot of times, the me that goes to church is not the me that goes back home. Right? At the point, it teaches we step that don't wear heels, though. don't wear heels, though, because you'll just break your leg. It's not even helpful. right? So that's the thing. The Holy Spirit, although He's inside of us, the expression that happens is outside. Right? This is the same Spirit. Um, Pastor Laya, John 7, 37 to 39. John chapter 7 verse 37 to 39 are we clear is there any question are we following anything dj you only just be doing thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up please are you fine are you following any questions pastor liar please john 7 37 to 39 okay on the last day that great day of the feast jesus stood and cried out saying if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. No, please continue. 37 to what, sorry? 39. Okay, sorry. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, but Jesus was not yet glorified. Thank you. Right, so the Holy Spirit was, like I said, I'm still echoing that it was not an afterthought, right? Even Christ already said that, oh, he was, see, it was recorded here in John that he was speaking concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive. Once again, it takes us back to what I said earlier. Every believer has the Holy Spirit, right? That was the design, right? That those that believe in him would receive the Holy Spirit, right? So um, John 2.20, I'll read that basically, right? He says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things, right? You know all things. The Holy Spirit, although invincible, right? He has, he operates inside of us and then it becomes visible, 
right? You know things. I was telling DJ. I wasn't going to mention DJ. I was telling, sorry. I was telling DJ randomly some time ago that um, I remember it was Derek when Derek first came to TGC, and he had a word of knowledge for Tifer. I don't know if Tifer is on this call if she remembers, and he described Tifer's area, and he described the road to Tifer's house. <laughs> <laughs> and he described the road to Tifa's house. It was clear. He he was still very fresh in TGC, right? And then he knew things he had no business knowing. Sometimes you have a word, you have like an instruction for someone, and you realize that really, Lord, I had no business knowing that. But then that's how the spirit is in us, right? He's invincible, but he he gives us access to much more. Right? He gives us access to much more. You know things that you don't know. Like honestly. The Holy Spirit then, sometimes I used to just whine, like, it's like a snitch. Because somebody is somewhere in their house in Lagos doing something that was my own business. Me, I'm just here living my life and loving God. And they want to come and say, hey, this is Oina. Did you know that this person is struggling with this? Don't you want to reach out to them? Don't you think you should reach out to them? And I'm like, who even asked you? Technically. Right? Like, but then it happens. Right? You know things that are not normal. Because why does a Derek come to church and is already knowing the road to Tifa's house? Are you a construction engineer? No, he isn't. But then that's how the Holy Spirit works. He's invincible, but he gives us access to so much more, like I said. He gives access to so much more. You know all things because you have the Holy One inside of you. Because you are anointed with the Holy Spirit. You know all things. You have knowledge, right? If um, Pastor Tolayo... Okay, I think I'll just read it. It's not my prophet. <laughs> okay, so... um. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, sorry. Who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Like I already said earlier, right? The Holy Spirit was the blessing. And then the fact that we have that blessing, it means we are also blessed with every spiritual blessing. Right? Once again, I think I will just focus on the whole manifestation part. Right? It means I'll focus on the manifestation part. Right? The Holy Spirit in us. Right, he makes the invincible, although invincible. I think that's how I'm going to say. It. So I'll say it this way: the Holy Spirit in us, although invincible, right, makes us like I don't know. It makes visible. It makes some things visible on the outside, right? So the manifestation of the Spirit. When you say, "Oh, like I said, manifestation means making the invincible visible," right? So manifestation of the Spirit, right? You can manifest the Spirit in different ways. You know that, right? I, I think for most TGC people, I don't even have to explain how we manifest the Spirit. There are different ways, right? Different ways we manifest the Spirit in TGC, right? And it's, I think it's actually very beautiful that we have a church that is open to allowing us, like, enjoy the Spirit, right? That's open to allowing us to enjoy the Spirit. I think it's a very beautiful thing. For me, very, very beautiful, right? So when you manifest the Spirit, you are a blessing to yourself and to others. You can be a blessing to yourself and to others. It is very, very important, right? Being yielded enough to manifest the spirit is very important. Because if I was just, I like people a lot. But then if I was just, I don't know, I don't know how to say, but then I don't think God would come and be giving me info about people. Like, oh, reach out to this person. They are struggling with this. Reach out to this person. They are struggling with this, right? I will just, the Holy Spirit will just be there. It, it doesn't, it doesn't reduce the Holy Spirit, honestly but then because we are called to do more with it like i said we're called to be better we're called to do more with it we need to actively channel the holy spirit to do other things that's why we have words of wisdom right sometimes we say we are doing ministry one to another 
excuse me, right? And then somebody will just edify somebody, or somebody will just edify somebody, somebody will exhort somebody. Someone will give even a warning. I've had to give people warnings before, and that's even very sensitive because you cannot be threatening someone in the name of Jesus. But you have to just wisdom, you have to communicate and say, Okay, see, I have something inside of me that the Holy Spirit has told me. It's a blessing for the person if you can guide them, if you can instruct them appropriately, right? So because you carry the Holy Spirit in you, because you're a believer with the Spirit, because you're a believer actually, right? You're a blessing. You're a blessing even to yourself. Because even on days when you are down and dejected, when you just pray in tongues sometimes, the Holy Spirit can give you instructions. Like last week, after midweek service, right? I, I, I don't know if anyone got, but I'm very certain people got instruction. People got something. The Holy Spirit just told me that, you know what? Let everybody just have their own, speak to me, right? Like, and he was going to encourage, right? So the Holy Spirit in you was encouraging you at that moment, telling you, oh, don't give up or don't worry, I'm fighting for you. Or he was always, it was, it was saying something to you. So he's even edifying you yourself, right? That's the same way he also edifies other people. The manifestations of the Spirit, eh, they are for you and for everyone, right? To the profit of everyone. Each, each for one, I thought how it was, how it was said, but then for the prophet or all. So you're a child of God. Hmm? Every child of God has something to offer. Every child of God has something to offer. You are not just a... See, this thing is a knowledge problem, to be very honest. It's a knowledge problem. Because some people have never attempted to try to heal even headache. And it's not because of... Because they are even scared. But it's actually because they don't know that they can actually heal the headache. They don't know. Right? But then if you know that, okay, the Holy Spirit inside of you, He has given you gifts, He has given you grace to do so much more. You you tend to use it. You tend to use it. There was there was this point where, see, healing was so sure for me. Eh? It was it was the Holy Spirit that did not make it become pride. Because I carried my Konkolo Seth to go and pray for someone that had like a cancerous growth on his head. Right, and the person got healed. And when the person, when the person was even telling me, I was like, eh. When Juliana was sharing a testimony sometime about her and her husband, how there was a guy in their area with a very big wound and everything. Exactly, right. The Holy Spirit in you. Sometimes you just go and do things that you be like, ah. That other people be like, ah. Should you have? Should you really have? Should you really have? But then you can because you have something to offer. You have healing to disperse. You have encouragement to disperse. You have joy to disperse you have words of wisdom to disperse so what's the point in keeping it in right you're a child of god that's something you're a believer every day you're saying i'm seated in heavenly places i'm sitting in heavenly. okay so now that you're sitting what are you doing with the seat so you're just sitting okay it's a good identity yes you are sitting there but people around you how are they benefiting from that seat that you're occupying in heavenly places right gosh i can't even deal please people that are around you how are they benefiting from the holy spirit inside of you how are they benefiting it's always sweet when people come to my DM to say, oh, um, please, can you pray for me? I'm, my, I'm having this, I'm having that. It's always sweet me. In fact, I miss it. I, I, don't know, I was always telling people on my top, please, come, come to me, come to me. come to. If you are sick in the body, let me know. But everybody started getting proud. I don't know, maybe, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe, maybe people are not sick anymore, Sha. But I used to like when people always like, oh, hi, um, hi, Oyinda, I feel this. Ah, I'm like, come, 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 I like it. It was very, very good. It's very good because I have something to offer. I have something to offer. So what is the point? So if I if I if I keep all the healing in my pocket, what are we using it for? What are we using it for? So the healing is for what? I mean I don't even usually go out, so it's only my WhatsApp people I can <laughs> I can use the healing kit for God have mercy, right? So that's the whole point. You're a child of God, so you have something to offer. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Mm? 
Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Even on the days when you feel powerless. Now that one, that's always the funny one. When you even feel like, ah, I have not prayed today. Or my prayer time has been slacking. You can still do something. Because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. You charge yourself. I'm not saying you should not live like a very like a desical Christian. That you're not praying. No, no, we don't do that. I'm just saying that. Imagine maybe you just maybe had to move cities. And then it's been very busy. You've not been able to pray well. And someone says, oh, I'm having this um this tummy thing. Or I'm about to have this. And then you don't feel like, ah, me that I've not been praying. I just got married on Saturday. Please, I have not prayed over. No, don't, don't feel that way. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. It's a seal. It's a stamp. It's going nowhere. Right? Use the Holy Spirit. Worst case scenario, charge yourself up. Charge yourself up. The Holy Spirit is ready to work than you are ready to put him to work. Right? He's active. He's very ready to work than you. You are ready to put him to work. Right? So use what you have. You have a lot of things to offer. Juliana, see, please, everybody, ignore this lady. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 4, 14. Patolayo, I'm sorry, I need you again. 1 Corinthians 14, 26 to 23. Are we, are we following? Are we good? Any questions? Anything? Patolayo, please, 1 Corinthians 14, 26 to, 20, to 33, actually. How is it then, brethren, whenever you come together, each of you has a song, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. If anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be two, or at the most three, each in turn, let one interpret. But if there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in church, and let him speak to himself and to God. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others judge. Let me post you there. Let me just push you there, right? So this is basically, so once again, because we are all believers and we have the spirit and we know that the spirit is going to manifest, right? Uh, it says, each of you has a sound, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a tongue, has a revelation, right? And it's typical now, right? I probably have something. This person probably has something. This person has something, right? Each of you, if it is expected that when we come to church, every person should have something. Right? Don't just say, ah, pity is going to teach. Pastor Chidera is such a great woman of God. I'm going to go and I'm going to learn and take notes. Okay, good for you. But then what are you what are you contributing to service? What are you contributing to service? What are you contributing to the meeting? We're not saying you should be disorderly and say, hey, 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 I have a word when they are preaching. No, right? But then when when worship is going on, right? When prayers are going on, how open are you? How open are you to the Holy Spirit? How open are you? Worship is going on and then God just lays something on your heart. You can write it down and say, I'll speak to the person after service. So guess what? As much as you learned from Pastor Chidera or Pastor Tolidadi, you also minister to somebody because God gave you something. right? So every time you are going to church, each one of you has a sound. If it is expected, it not say each one of you should have. He said, each of you has, like, you people have it too. So as you are going, all of us that are like this, on this call, right? It means every one of us has something to offer. If I say, everybody, let's go. Olumide Ben, give a word. Bolu, say this. Busola, what's, what's, do you have a salmon in him? I can't, like, you should be able to deliver. Because you have it inside of you. It's an expectation. It is something you should have. Not, not, not something you should have, something you have. Because he says, each of you has 
Paul did not say each of you should have. When you are coming, you must have. No. It is it is like it is an assumed thing that it is almost a certain fact that oh everybody has because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. It's when you start overthinking. That's what happens to me most times. Sure. When I start overthinking the hymn, like mm, I want the melody to sound sumptuous. Mm, we don't need that. Go the way the Holy Spirit has called you to go. Right? Each one of you has something to deliver. Each one of you has something to deliver. Every time you go to church, as much as you're going to go and drink from the well and do everything, have it at the back of your mind that you have something to offer. You have something to offer. So if the Holy Spirit says, oh, okay, I want to have a party. Can people just give me some? Can people just do this? Can people, you need to be, you, you have something to offer. Don't draw back and say, ah, ah, me, I don't know. I just started speaking in tongues. Brother, that, that part, that spirit that enables you to speak in tongues, is the same spirit that will give you him. They'll give you a prophecy. They'll give you a word of wisdom. They'll give you a word of knowledge or something. Right? So you have something to offer. The rest of First Corinthians 14, in fact, it, it, it's, it's expected that all of us have something that Paul had to now give code of conduct because everybody has. So because everybody has, if all of us now say, if I, if I say everybody, I'll mute your mic and start edifying. Nobody's being edified. Nobody's being edified. Right? So it is expected that everyone has something to offer. That's why Paul now says that, oh, everybody has this, so, so we don't cause kasala. This is how we should act. When somebody is speaking in tongues, let somebody pause, let somebody stand up, let somebody do this. Because it is an expectation that because you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you have these things to give. You have something to offer. You don't just go to church and just warm the bench. No. No. You have something to offer. It is, it is normal. It is normal. Like, it is expected that you have something to offer. Such that Paul had to now start giving rules and regulation, code of conduct. That, oh, don't do this so. Because everybody has a hymn. Everybody has a song. Everybody has something. So he's saying that, ah, I understand. Everybody has. So we need to put channels in place. So it doesn't become rowdy or rousy or whatever the English is. Pardon me. Right? So you're a believer. You're a child of God. You have something to offer. You have something to offer. You have something to offer. Please say after me, I have the manifestations of the Spirit. Say, I have the manifestations of the Spirit. I can receive the things of the Spirit. I have the manifestation of the Spirit. I cannot hear you and I cannot see your, your typings. I have the manifestations of the Spirit. I can receive the things of the Spirit. I have something to offer. Thank you, Wura. You have manifestations of the Spirit. Are we all here? I need more people. I need more people. Like PT will say, it's not rhetorical. It's not rhetorical. Mix a lot of people. Do you have manifestations of the people? Let me check them for one minute. Thank you, Sam. I see you on Mixella. Yes. I have the manifestations of the Spirit. Yes. You can receive. So you say, I, I can receive the things of the Spirit. I can also give things by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Right? I can give things of the Spirit. I have the manifestations of the Spirit. I can receive the things of the Spirit. I can give things of the Spirit. Right? That is who you are. You can give things of the Spirit. You can also receive. You can manifest. We sing, For the manifestations of the Spirit has been given to me. Yes, you have it. You have the manifestations of the Spirit. You can make it rain. 
I don't mean make it rain like rain, rain, rain. Oh my god, that was a very bad reference. I mean, that was a very un- unnecessary. But then I don't mean like make you rain like you can make you rain. But then like you can you can shake things up. You can shake things up. You can receive things of the spirit, and you can also give things of the spirit. Right when you you know when we sing the song, oh, when you walk into the room, everything changes. Guess what? When you also walk into the room, things can change. Things can change. You walk into a room and then the Holy Spirit tells you, oh, okay, I'll use Juliana for example. I think she mentioned when she was at, uh, when she went to, was it a restaurant, right? And she saw a man that had a very, he has, she, the man did not ask for Juliana's help. She just walked into the room and the man's life changed. That's how beautiful it is. That is how beautiful it is. You have manifestations of the Spirit. So you can go and change things. You don't just passive, passively wait and say, mm, I'm going to stay jiggy. No, you go out and shake things because you can receive things of the Spirit and you can give things of the Spirit. You need to understand that the Holy Spirit is always inside of you. And the thing, about, like I said last week, that the thing about all these things, the more you do these things, the more you get better on it. Because now, if I say I have manifestations of the Spirit, you are saying, you are saying it. Okay, when they say I give a word, you're like, ah, I don't have word though. Did you search? Did you search? Did you ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, do you have something to say? Every day, I've done it too sometimes though. I'll be like, ah, no, no, nothing, no, nothing. But it's a lie. The Holy Spirit is more willing to speak to you than you're even ready to listen. The Holy Spirit is way, way, way more eager to speak to you than you're ready to listen. Right? So when you say I have the manifestations of the Spirit, I can receive the things of the Spirit. Put it to work. Right? And this thing, yes, I understand that it can be embarrassing. Hey! They can be embarrassing. I'll just example. One day I was in when I was in Lagos, I took Gokada, Bina, that's those those helmet guys, Ope bike, one of the bikes, one of them. And then I, we're still in GRE. I was still working in GRE then. We're still even in GRE. And the Holy Spirit said, Oh, you have to pray for him that his eyesight be restored. I said, Which eyesight? My Okada man doesn't have eyesight and is driving me. I said it's not possible. I said it's not possible that I can someone that is not seeing where. Decide to drive me on that Osho the Express. I was arguing with the Holy Spirit. I said it's not possible. I don't say anything. We left JRA, we went to PWD. We all the way on that Ikeja Along Express. He drove. It was when he now dropped me. I didn't give him the helmet. I was about to go, but he was just waiting. And I said, let me even just risk this thing and ask. I said, Sir. I didn't even say, Sir, is it you? I said, Do you have anybody? Because my brain could not comprehend that my Okada man could not see well. It did not make any sense. So I was like, sir, sorry, do you have anybody? Do you have anybody? That's why I asked my, I, I remember vividly. I said, do you have anybody that has eye issues or something? And I said, eh, me. <laughs> Guy, I, I couldn't even laugh. I said, I said, you, Bawo? He said, yes, me, that is eyes. He just mentioned something. I said, okay, but that's fine. That I wanted to just pray and do everything. And then, once again, like I said, if it even makes sense because why can't he see? Because he's driving a bike. But then... I, would, I might have not even said that thing because I don't, because it doesn't make sense. But that's how the spirit is. You have to be open enough to receive things. It's not everything that you receive will make sense. You, it's, not, it's not everything. But then that's the thing. The Holy Spirit is, he's there to lead you. There's some days that you get it wrong. Right? There's some days that you get it wrong. That you just tell somebody that, oh, is the Holy Spirit saying something, something, the person will say no. I mean, I, if I used to pay me before, I'd be like, ah, why did I miss it? But I just, I said, no, I move. I have gotten it right more than I've gotten it wrong. So you need to be open to the spirit. You have the manifestations of the spirit in you. Let it show. Let it put it to work. 
right? Don't just be singing for the manifestation. Let us see that the manifestation is our work. Because like I said, manifestation is that you're making the invincible visible, right? So we cannot see the Holy Spirit inside of you, but we can see him through the things that you do, right? We can, you make him visible through these operations inside of you, right? So you say it once again, I have the manifestations of the Spirit. I can receive the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah. I can give things of the Spirit. That's your reality. That is who you are. Hmm? You okay? Did you hear that? That's who you are. Okay, so one big question is, how do you give and how do you receive? What's the time? Okay, I'll, I'll hurry up. How do you give and how do you receive edification? Can anybody just mention one? How do you receive and how do you give edification? Anybody, you can unmute your mic or raise your hand and they'll say, just mention one. I need someone to mention one. Sight and sound. Sight and sound. We will see and speak by the Spirit. You people, I'm going to report all of you to Pastor Tolu. How do you receive and give edification? You put no, no. Okay, let me help you, right? Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, prophecy, tongues and interpretation. It's as simple as that. That is how you edify people. That is how you edify people. You don't have to go and cross seven mountains. Nope. The simple things, the things that we call simple Right, those acts that we do that you know when you're just praying for something, it happens to me a lot when I'm praying in the morning, and this we just say, uh, husband say, you say, I the only piece I should just tell you this. That is edification. So, how do you receive and how do you give? Right? How do you give edification? How do you receive it? Pastor Lai, your first Corinthians 14, chapter 1 to 5. You kind of read it, read some earlier parts, but you can go to yeah, first Corinthians 14. Chapter one to five. Are we still here? Please leave an emoji or or an emoticon. No, please go ahead, Pastor Tola. I'm telling others to just respond with something. Yeah. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. Thank you very much. So I was, I was, um, should I say I was doing a study of prophecy. I don't know how to explain. I was having, I was just, I was ruminating, that's the word. I was just ruminating on the whole concept of prophecy. And I realized that, Almost everything can actually be prophecy. How do I mean? Right? When you have a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom, right? When you say to the person, right? Maybe, maybe it's how in TGC we are taught to communicate it. When you are communicating it, I realize that the way we communicate it is almost like we're actually making it a prophecy. Right? Same thing with tongues and interpretation. When you are speaking in tongues, Right? You are just speaking to God. You're just like hey, is it a blah, blah, blah. You're, you're speaking your you're speaking your own tongue reading, right? To God. 
But then when you start giving interpretation that, oh, God is saying, like, I hear, I feel in my spirit, like, God is saying this is this, this, this is that. You are, it's a prophecy, right? It's a prophecy, right? It's not until you dream or you see visions or you see something. When God just lets you know something, right? when you are, when you, when you are, should I say, when you are, should I say edifying? When you are, there's a way, there's a way you communicate it. If I, hold on, please, I think I have something on my note here. Please bear with me. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know if I can right yes yeah, so i i wrote here that it also means like it's like you are declaring something something that is only by divine revelation thank you right it's when you're saying you're just you are just giving someone something so it can be a word of wisdom right and or a word of knowledge but then when you're communicating it it feels like you are prophesying because you are exhorting the person you are comforting them you are if you read this first commissions one to five right it says that he will prophesize speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men right so you are you are when, when you do all those things you are prophesying right so every time you go to church every time you are in your house and you're praying and then somebody's name just comes to your lips right you can reach out to them right you've edified them you've given edification when you are in church when worship is going on right when the holy spirit ministers something you can write it down so you don't disrupt service but then by the time service is over and you go and tell the person something, right? You've edified somebody. Right? You've edified someone. But if you're just praying in tongues, ba 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 ba, nobody's God is glorified. Your mind is probably um renewed, right? You're, you're edified alone, right? But then, like I said, every believer, right, has something to offer, right? It's for all. It is for all. So you should be able to get the interpretation, pray and understanding, and edify somebody, right? Are we following? You pray with understanding. You sing in tongues. You sing in the spirit. Right? You are defying people. You are defying people. You are defying people. Pity has been talking about how, like, it's so, like about chants these days. Like, it's fine if you chant, I think. Pity, sorry. I don't know if you're going. But then, like, okay. When the chant finishes, what are the words that are accompanying it? Right? Are you prophesying over people? Right? What is it? Give interpretations, give interpretations, give interpretations, not even just for the believers. Because if you have first time among you, someone that is unsaved, maybe someone that just got saved and is, is still like just learning the faith, the person will be confused that what are they saying? What are they saying? What are they saying? No. So you have to give interpretation, right? Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14, around 18, he says, I thank God that I speak with tongues more than all of you. Yet in the church, I would rather speak five words with my understanding that I may teach others than 10,000 words in a tongue, right? Interpretation is very important. It is very, very important. And guess what? The same spirit that gives you the, the gift to speak in tongues is also the one that gives interpretation. You don't have to go and look for an interpreter. Sometimes, especially, right, if someone is completely, like, knocked out and then it's only the tongues they are getting... There's, there's usually, that's the funny thing, there's usually someone to interpret. In teachings, we've seen it happen a lot. Most of them, most of them, someone is far gone in tongues. Pity will say, can anybody interpret? And then somebody will say, oh, I can interpret. In fact, my game more than one. In I think I've had it, I, I was in a, a service that maybe like three or four people could interpret the tongues. And they were aligned. And it's just so beautiful to see, right? That we're edifying the church. I'm not just praying in tongues and then just like, oh, closing charge or the grace. No. People are being beautiful. People are being strengthened. Right, so how do you receive and give edification? Right, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, prophecy, tongues and interpretation. Right, the thing we've been under the spirit is, it might even be a poem, it might be a poem. Right, it might be a, 
That's how that's how wild God is. Right? Sometimes when I'm praying in the morning, I just have this instruction to write something, and I just when I finish praying, I just type the status on my on my WhatsApp, and people be like, exactly this and that, and I'm like, okay, that's edification. It's like it's a word of knowledge for somebody. It's a word of wisdom for somebody, right? It's not. It doesn't have to always be dramatic. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't have to be dramatic because most of the times, in fact, it might even be in play. It might be in play. It might be playing, and then so this will just say something. And then, oh, somebody gets it. I remember when I was doing my CIPM one year. For like some days, my, my colleagues were even teasing me. That, I want you go out. They just teasing me. I want you to be a prophet or something. Because we're just playing. You know, but I think I was I was in a season where I was praying. I don't know what happened. I was just constantly praying to God about that, that period. So even when I was playing with them and I would say something. And then it happens like five minutes. And they're like, ah, prophet, this, that. And I'm like, uh, okay. So it doesn't have to be dramatic. It's not until you fall and roll. Right? The spirit is inside of you. Don't, don't, don't ever forget that. Right? So he manifests himself through the things that you do. So even in your home, even tonight, right, when you're doing something, you, can, you might just be worshipping and the Holy Spirit just gives you something. You can write it down. That is edification. Right? That is edification. You doesn't have to be dramatic. You don't have to go about looking for someone to edify you. Edify me, prophet. Edify me, prophet. No, bro. You don't need that. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. Yes, your local church can also edify you, right? But the Holy Spirit is inside of you too. Edify yourself and edify one another, right? So it is very, very important, right, that when you are doing anything, right? In TGC, we try to do that. Anytime someone is leading prayer, right? We say, don't just lead in tongues. Make sure you're, make sure you're also calling it in English. It is very important because people will get lost, right? People need to be edified. I cannot just come here and just be doing... Okay, I don't know what I'm praying for. My mind will be unfruitful because I don't even know what's going on. Right? So that's why we always say, whoever is leading prayer, whoever is leading prayer, please, say, say in English also. Give the word in English. Give the word in tongues. Right? It is very, very important. People will get lost. People will not pray. Right? Even, like, I'm TGC instilled it with me that every time I'm leading prayer, in fact, I tend to just, I just say what I'm saying. Right? Mostly in English. And I say tongues too. Because I don't want anyone to get lost. So even if you join, right, halfway through, you know what we are praying about. You understand what we are talking to God about at that time. It is very, very important. Okay? Finally, or not, not finally, right? It is very important that your edification is done in love, right? Have a clear conscience. Yes, we know the gifts of God are without repentance. But it is, your posture is important, right? Your conscience is important. Don't use prophecy to threaten someone to say, ah, I saw you. You slept with that person. They stole your death. No, that's not how that's not edification. Prophecy is not to create fear and chaos. Eh? It's not to protect it's not to create fear and chaos. Don't say, I saw your mother. She tried to stab you in the dream. Person to now say, ah, my mommy is the person doing me. Hey, no. That's not what it is. That is not what it is. Right? If you know that there's a bias, that's the thing. We can be biased sometimes. It's not deliberate, right? There's like there's, there's a lens of bias sometimes, right? It, it's almost natural, but then you even need to be aware enough, right? So you can take correction when someone calls you out. But then don't don't prophesy to scare people. Don't prophesy to scare people. Don't prophesy to put people on the edge. Don't prophesy. Don't don't edify. Don't, that's not even edification. The moment you're cross, causing chaos and causing yama yama drama, that's no longer edification. Right. You are tearing down. And then edification is supposed to build up. Right? Prophecy is meant to build up. Comfort. Encourage. It is not to threaten. It is not to discourage. 
It is not to make people live in fear that, ah, ember month has come. Hey, hey, hey. You must not go anywhere for the next four months. If not, this person's entire family. No, that's not prophecy. That's not prophecy. And even if you have such a prompt in your heart, you are, you address it. You go to it in prayer. Like, you go, you go, it's warfare. Don't, don't go and sit at your house and say, ah, prophet has said that we should not go anywhere for the rest of this month. Are you playing? You cannot be living in fear. Right? So you too don't instill fear in people. The motive of edification is very important. It must be done with love. Right? Love. Love, oh, love. Not bitterness, not fear. Right? Have a clear conscience. Have a clear conscience. Even if you want to edify, I do it sometimes. When I want to edify sometimes, I always check, like, not because I think the Holy Spirit is lying or anything, but I'm just like, okay, how is my posture? Do I think this person did something wrong one time and then maybe I'm now remembering? It's important I check because I cannot afford to mislead somebody. Especially since as TGC has placed me in the office of the prophets. I cannot, you don't get, I'm not, I'm not putting pressure on myself, but I cannot afford to not have a clear conscience. I cannot afford to not have a clear conscience. Because it is very wrong. You will say something that is wrong. Someone that can something that can put someone in fear. Something that can almost hurt someone. Right? So please, whatever you are going to do for the kingdom, do it with love. Do it with a clear conscience. For your own good and for the good for the for the good of the body. Alright. Finally, right, to receive. I think I already mentioned it in passing. One way you can receive is to be open. Be alert. That's the best. That's the best. That's the best way to be do, to, to do it, right? Ephesians 6, 18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all sins. You need to be prayed up. You need to be prayed up. You need to be prayed up. So when God wants to say something, he doesn't have to dial your number 10 times. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like physics. You need to be on the same frequency. You need to be on the same frequency. If you are on 93.7 and then the Holy Spirit is on 105.1, interference it's not the connection is not going to be how are you going to receive you're not on the same frequency so you need to be alert you need to be prayed up you need to be constantly prayed up you need to be prayed up so that when you have to give word it's not every time you can say give me 10 minutes <laughs> you don't have to ask for 10 minutes to go and pray right sometimes there and then the holy spirit can just release something but then you need to be alert you need to be on the same frequency with him you need to be shaking you need to be on the same frequency you need to be alert. You need to be aware. Holy Spirit, what are you saying? That's always the best thing. Oh my God. I said it once in TGC. Even the small thing that, Holy Spirit, what should I wear today? That, it is mind-blowing how, like I said, the Holy Spirit is more interested in speaking to you than you are ready to listen. If you ask the, try it for like one week or one week, is try it for one month. Should I enter this bus? Should I do this? See if he will not answer. He always speaks and you're like, okay, that's good. Right, so if you want to also be edified, right, you can give it. But if you also want to be edified, make sure that you are alert and pray for people. Pray for people. Hmm? I know you are not a pastor. I know you are not an intercessor, right? That's what you people say. Like, well, I'm not an intercessor. I don't have the gift of intercession. Brother, pray for people. Sister, pray for people. It's not hard. You will not die. Have a prayer list. Even if it's one word you say over them every day. Uh -uh. You are doing good. Pray for people. Right? It's people you are praying for God to tell you about now. People you are praying for God to tell you about. Like, I, let me think of somebody here. I really don't talk to some people because of this. I, I probably didn't meet them in TGC and all that. Like we didn't meet one another. The chances of 
me saying, ah, God is saying this. Maybe it's when we're having general service. But if I don't even know the person's name, there's no way I will hear specifically for the person. The best, the only people you can tell me is, oh, somebody in TGC. Or if maybe if he wants to maybe stress, he can give me more information. Right? But then you need to know people. You need to be praying for people. Pray for people. I'm very, very, it's very easy for me to pray for people that I'm very familiar with. Right? Because I, once I pray for them, so I you can say, oh, reach out to this person. Reach out to that person. So you to pray for people, right? Pray for people. So you too, you can know how to. And God can send people to you, right? If you are praying for people, if you are praying for people, people are also praying for you. That's the thing. It's a loop, right? Pray for people, and people are praying for you, right? And then you receive. <laughs> you receive, right? So I just like to encourage in wrapping up, right? That you're a believer, and you have the spirit. Hallelujah. And the manifestations of the Spirit has been given to you. Glory. And the manifestations of the Spirit has been given to you. And the manifestations of the Spirit has been given to you. Just spend the next Just pray in tongues for the next few. Just edify yourself. I'm not saying you should edify others. Though. Just spend the next few. Just edify yourself. Just pray in tongues wherever you are. Just pray in tongues. Just edify yourself. Edify yourself. Edify yourself. And as you're praying in tongues, be attentive for the interpretation. Right. While you're praying in tongues, be attentive. Don't just say ba 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 ba. Don't mm -mm. pray with your mind. Pray thoughtfully. Pray fruitfully. That's what I say. Pray fruitfully. Yes. So as you're praying in tongues, be open for your interpretation. God, God is going. That's the thing. He's more eager to speak than you're ready to listen. He's way eager to speak than you're ready to listen. So as you're praying in tongues, you might not hear my daughter, my daughter. No, but you have this impression in your heart that God is saying something to you. So just spend the next, just pray in tongues, right? Just edify your own self. You cannot give what you don't have in it. You can't give what you don't have. So edify yourself. Edify yourself. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Is Amara online? I think I have a word for him. Okay, I'll just write it. Just while, while you're there, just pray in tongues. Right, just pray in tongues. Edify your own self. Sorry if I'm pressing phone. I'm trying to make notes because I have a word. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Oh, he's on Mixer. I'll, I'll just leave him a message. Thanks. Are you praying? Just pray in tongues and whatever God says to you, write it down. Right. Pray in tongues. He says, stir yourself up in the spirit. Yes, edify yourself. Right. Oh, glory to God. For the manifestations, just keep praying, has been given to me. 
for the manifestation of the Spirit has been given to me. Sight and sound, sight and sound, hey, sight and sound. We will see and speak by the Spirit, sight and sound, sight and sound, sight and sound. Hi. We will see Hi. and speak by the Spirit. We will hear, we will hear, and we will know. We will see and speak by the Spirit. As the Holy Spirit is pouring it in your heart, just take note of it, right? Take note of it, take note of it, take note of it, take note of it. Pratika japatandi kataya papapapapapa. Mandi kataya kasakatandi papapapaparatasa katandi. Rago zukutondi kashakatandi papayakatasata. Rakatasa katandi. Now just pray, just pray, just pray for just i don't know, minister to someone here all right just think of anybody that the holy spirit lays on your heart reach out to them if it's something you can say here type it here if it's something you need to dm them dm them if you need to put it on the tgc group go ahead and do that right so just just pray for someone let the holy spirit help you edify somebody right you know, we, already, we just thought about it right so you've already received for yourself right you have been edified now edify someone Right. So as you're praying in tongues, as you're praying in the spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to point you to someone. So you go and edify the person. Right. You're going to go and edify the person. So just go ahead and pray. Where are you here? So God says that he's giving you stability right it says it's giving you stability that that thing that you are happy about that you are worried that ah is it shaking i don't know if it makes sense but then i have this like you're like okay you are enjoying something like it's good but then you're like ah hey, is, is it shaking because it's, it's stable right it is stable it is stable right so you are enjoying stability that you will enjoy that stability have no fear right he's the one that has anchored you glory he's the one that has anchored you he's the one that has anchored you right so you enjoy that stability you enjoy the stability this feels very poetic but god says that that thing i don't know what it is i don't know if there's anything you're currently actively working on he says look at it from another angle <laughs> i don't know what it means but I, I don't know if there's something on your plate that you're trying to maybe work on he says look at it from another angle right so maybe you should just take a step back and change your perspective right he says look at it from another angle right it is going to work but you need to look at it from another angle you need to look at it from another angle right right uh, I don't know if there's anyone here that your parents are going through a very heated time. 
I don't know, it's pretty sensitive, but if you are the one, you can message me. But then, I don't even think you need to, but you can message me if you want to. But then, God is saying, like, he's going to hold it together, right? There's nothing prayer cannot do, but then he's going to hold it together. Because you're probably just scared, like, oh, this is very fragile, right? My parents, my parents, my parents. If I move out of the house, how is it going to be? I don't know, it just feels very, everything just feels almost messy. Like, oh, if I move out of the house, I'll be, how is it going to be? This thing is messy. Because you feel like you are the glue that is holding them together, I think. That's, what, that's the impression I get, right? Holy Spirit, give me a trance, yes. You feel like you are the glue that is holding them together. So, everything is feeling somehow off now, Sha. I don't know if you are leaving the house or you want to leave the house or you're I don't know, I don't get it, Sha. But then, Holy Spirit is saying that, don't worry, like, he's the glue. You're not the glue, right? He makes all things better. He makes all things brand new. So don't put pressure on yourself. Don't put pressure on yourself. Don't put pressure on yourself. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself in God. Enjoy all he has placed in front of you to do. Enjoy this season. Enjoy this season. The word is for you. I rejoice with you. But if you need to message me, feel free to message me. Feel free to message me. Have you guys identified people? Have you have you have you done something to somebody? I hope you have, Sha. Right? It's always fun when it's always so fun and amazing when God just says something to you and then you're like, mm. I mean, I don't I don't even hear most times. I just see like uh, uh. so you have to start asking what does this mean? What does that mean? What does this mean? But it's so beautiful, right? That God loves you enough to put his spirit inside of you. It is so beautiful that God thinks you are worthy enough to have him inside of you. A whole God. A whole God. Old Testament. Person mistakenly try save. Sorry, English. Someone tried to save the Ark of Covenant. <laughs> it tried to save the Ark of Covenant. We know how it ended. But you now have God. You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. I think it's so beautiful. Right. So we thank you, Jesus, for an amazing midweek service. We thank you because we've been edified. And we go ahead to edify people. Right. In prophecies, in words of wisdoms, in word of knowledge, in tongues and interpretation. We are yielded to your spirit, right? We are yielded to your spirit. We are, we are yielded to your spirit. Whatever you ask of us to do, we willingly do it, right? Because we trust your spirit inside of us. So we thank you for edification because we are strengthened and we strengthen others. Because we are comforted and we comfort others. Because we are encouraged and we encourage others. We thank you because indeed we are edified. Indeed, we are edified. Indeed, we are edified. Indeed, we are comforted. For that person that needs comfort, you are comforted. For that person that needs direction, there's direction for you. For that person that just needs love, you are reminded of God's love. You are reminded of God's love. He lavishes his love on you generously. He loves generously, right? He's a generous lover, right? So he lavishes his love on you. Right for that person that is dealing with esteem issues, the Holy Spirit gives you confidence. Right, you are comforted. You are, you are, you are, you are. I don't know. You are, you are hyped. The Holy Spirit hypes you, if it's possible. Like I don't know if the word. Yes, you are hyped by the Holy Spirit. Your esteem is made better. Right, we are edified by your word. We are transformed by your word. So we thank you for midweek service, Lord. We thank you because our lives are better. We thank you because our lives are better. We thank you for the rest of this week. Only good things shall be heard. We thank you because it just gets better with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Cheers to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, 
you are that savior you are light and life to your world <laughs>